For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network, Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is a show where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. I'm always confident about that. I'm always excited to talk Lions with Lions legendary safety, hard-hitting, no-nonsense, Benny Blades on the show. Benny, how you doing this week? Derek, if I had your life, buddy, I would be doing wonderful. <laughs> guess what? You get to talk football, what, three, four days a week. Oh yeah. I get to I get to play your role all week long and make like I know what I'm doing as an athletic <laughs> director. So just like you know, you get on the show, you say, hey. I know everything I have to know about football and the drafts and <laughs> moving products around, but it's okay though. I get to live your life during the week and I am going to have fun during this show today. This is going to be a great show, uh, Benny. We got lots to talk about. Um, some crazy NFL trades went down. We'll talk about how those impact the Lions. I mean, we're recording a little bit early, you know, because you got you, you run South Florida. You got camps and schools and parks and, you know, the youth of the community depends on you, Mr. Blade. So we're recording a little bit early. But the reason we're recording a little extra early this week, you know why it is. We got those Michigan Wolverines on once we get done recording, Benny. Big game against a team from Florida, the Florida State Seminoles. I can't wait to watch my team get to the Elite Eight and beyond. So um, looking forward to that once we get done here. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I just want to throw something in right now because I told you, Jawan is one of my fab five. And so I really want to see that young man do well. Unfortunately, He's playing with a guy that I really call like a godfather. Uh, Leonard Hamilton, I had a chance to get to really, really, really get to know him when he was at that brief stint at the University of Miami. And it's kind of hard to go against Leonard Hamilton, but I really want your Michigan Wolverines to win the game, but I don't want you to win by much. I don't want you to embarrass my godfather, okay? But I want you guys to win. It should be a great ball game. And like I say, this is going to be a great show because these uh, trades uh, impacted the Lions. Uh, it is draft season, which is my favorite time of the year. I'm doing mock drafts, Mr. Blades. I've got the DTO scouting office here all set up. I'm still working on it, to be honest, but uh, it will be ready by draft day. So we got tons to get into on the show. But before we get arguing, yelling at each other, going back and forth, we got to talk about the wonderful sponsor of the show, and that's betonline.ag. I mean, Benny, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free. Check that out. It's free to sign up. You got to love it when it's free, Mr. Blades. Uh, everybody needs to head on over their website, betonline.ag, and use your mobile device. Um, or you can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We hope everybody goes over to Bet Online and checks them out. And uh, Benny, we we, we got to get into this right now. So, you know, I'm sitting there on Thursday afternoon. Uh, I believe it was Thursday, Friday, whenever this went down, lunchtime, uh, around 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, 
Your Florida team, again, the Miami Dolphins, uh, traded the number three pick to the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers gave up, you know, pick number 12, a 2022 first round pick, a third round pick in next year's draft, and a first in 2023. I mean, quite a haul for the Dolphins. I was surprised to see San Francisco move up this early in the process. What did you think when you heard this? Well, I knew the Dolphins was trying to uh, move that pick because they, they really wasn't comfortable with uh, whoever they had slotted at that third pick in their opinion. And so they knew if they could move down and get their guy, they will be happy with that. And so, uh, you know, last show, that's what I told you, you know, this, this thing is going to really, really, really start heating up. And of course, you know, my hometown dolphins, they, they just, they're, they're the first ones that started to hold the buckle. So here it comes, guys. Get ready for it. I I couldn't believe it. Uh, what a haul. They almost got the same haul that Matt Stafford uh, trade got for the Lions. And, you know, uh, I, I knew you'd kind of pat yourself on the back saying, I told you so, that they were going to move out. And I hate to say I told you so, Mr. Blades, but I told you so. I told you that if somebody came up, they were coming up to get a quarterback. That's obviously what San Francisco is doing. You thought maybe, you know, your boy Devontae Smith would be gone. I mean, there's still rumblings that he might go in the in the mid part of the first round from what I'm hearing. It'll be, it'll be curious to see where he goes. But before I could even finish reading this trade, the Miami Dolphins went from 12 to 6, and, and they got Philly's spot at 6. Philly dropped down to 12. Philly got a fourth-round pick this year, number 123. The Dolphins got a fifth, so they hopped right up in front of the Lions. I mean, lots of movement here within a, an hour span. It was crazy. Well, let me, let me tell you something. When they moved back up to number 6, I guarantee you they're saying, man, Best player that's going to be on the board at that time is who? Who did we say last week? The tight end from Florida. If (laughs) anybody knows about the Dolphins organization, they're going to always keep one of the best tight ends in the game. And so – Hold on, hold on. I got to stop you. I got to stop you, Mr. Blades. Name name a good tight end the Dolphins have had in the past decade. I'll wait. Uh Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to let you do that to my boy because Troy Drayton, who is now still over at the Dolphins, he was a great blocking. (laughs) See? I know it's because he's a Penn State guy. I know. You know? All, all due respect, and I never heard of him. That's obviously before my time. He's your guy. You, you, you've you been known to support your buddies here on the show. We get it. I mean, they have Mike Gusecki now, who was a big he was a big Penn State guy who everyone talked about. And, like, this is just an athlete. He sort of came on a little bit. But other than that, they've never had any big-time tight end. So, I don't – where are you getting this information? You got an inside source or what's going on here? No. When draft day comes, I want everybody <laughs> – Sound in my voice. The Dolphins, if they stay at number six, I got to. It's gonna be some more interesting stuff that comes out before this draft even kicks off in New York. You're gonna be so much moving up and down because I have to admit, Derek, and you know I I never like to admit when I'm wrong to you. <laughs> I love the it though. Top, I know the top four picks. But I, you're going to have to tell me why, because before I even say this, the top four picks in this year's draft is going to be all quarterbacks. But I just don't see, and maybe you could tell me and the rest of the listeners, why would San Francisco pick a quarterback at number three when they just last year gave Jimmy Garofalo a boatload of money before he, he got injured? I don't understand that move. Come <laughs> well, on, Jim, uh, tell me. Uh, I'm so glad you asked, Mr. Blaze. I do hate to correct you on the show, but I, I do got to remind you that it's not back in your heyday. The, the draft's not held in New York anymore. It'll be in Cleveland, Ohio this year. Um, looking forward to that. It should be big. And, and like you worse. say, 
<laughs> I agree. Ohio is pretty bad. You, you know what I'm saying? The, my Michigan Wolverines would uh, attest to that. But uh, I'm glad you asked this question because I, I fought you tooth and nail last week saying that you only trade up big to number three to get a QB. And you laughed me out of the room. You you said all types of slanderous things about Trey Lance from North Dakota State. You want how's a guy from there going to be a top pick? I take him in the second round. Benny, I'm pretty set. I'm that- still not sold on <laughs> okay, well, the San Francisco 49ers seem to be sold on him because that seems to be the pick. That's the pick I would make. Shanahan probably loved the fact that he can run, he can throw, he has a big old uh, body, cool mindset, can run his offense that he likes to run, play action under center, which he loves to do. So it makes a ton of sense for San Francisco to come up to three and say, all right, we like Wilson, my kid from BYU, who I had to educate you about weeks, months ago. Um, He's probably going to go two, but if he doesn't, we're more than happy to take him. If he does go two, we're more than happy to take Trey Lance, North Dakota State, and like you say, it's going to be three QBs, and then it'll be interesting to see if the Atlanta Falcons at number four take Justin Fields, or do they go another direction? But I'm I'm really surprised that you're you're advocating Kyle Pitts to Miami Dolphins at at six now, because I feel like the Dolphins jumping up back in front of the Lions is to snag one of those receivers. Probably I don't know, possibly. Your boy Devontae Smith, unless Jamar Chase is there, I think that's what's going to happen. No, I, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that. <laughs> um, I don't see that happening. I, I didn't even answer your question, Mister Blades, about Garoppolo. Now, now the reason they go up and get somebody is because Garoppolo has been hurt. When he's not hurt, he finds a way to win ball games, but he also found a way to pretty much lose that Super Bowl that he was in. So they've pretty much seen enough. Garoppolo has shown himself to be a good to average quarterback in the National Football League, a guy that you can have on your roster. He could play for you. But they, like most teams that are smart, are trying to get a game changer, a franchise guy, a top guy that has elite skill set, which is a guy... Like Trey Lance. <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh. I'm not gonna argue with you on that point. Because Why not? That's what we do on the show. Look, like I told you, I'm not sold on the guy, so that's why I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. I mean, to me, he, he's, he's not a, a Joey Montana. He's not a Steve Young. So. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what like I, this is where I got to pin you down on the show because there's times where you'll just blatantly say, "Well, I don't like him" or "I don't see it." What is it you don't see in in Trey Lance, the quarterback? Is it where he played? Is it what is it that's jumping out to Benny Blades well, that no, this guy it, can't it, do it? To me, to me, it has nothing to do with where he played because, like I told you. I'm a big fan of the HBCUs and a lot of those guys, just because they don't play big time division one schools, that doesn't mean they can't play. I'm just not sold on the fact he hasn't played enough games. Okay. And so to me, when you pick a guy, the possibly third or the second pick of an NFL draft, are you battle tested? That. That's my whole thing. And see, that was the big to-do with Jimmy Garofalo. They drafted him to sit behind Tom Brady, the GOAT, to learn New England system. He got tired of waiting for Tom to say, I'm going to hand you over the keys to the, you know, the dunk rider. So he wanted out of there. They got him up out of there. San Francisco got him. We're going to give this guy a chance. He hadn't had enough playing games. So what? Now we're going to get somebody else who's not battle-tested, and I'm going to give him a boatload of money to see if he can play in this game. I just don't see it at number two or three. That's why I'm really – if this kid turns out to be another Tom Brady, Derek, <laughs> I'll give you all the kudos. I just don't see it right now. I don't see it. He has not, in my opinion, been battle tested. It's too many quarterbacks 
that people are willing to, oh, well, he might, he might become our future. And so if he doesn't, he doesn't care. He's made $150 million. <laughs> what do I care? Ah, ah. But <laughs> you're not going to take a chance on a left or a right tackle. <laughs> the guys that you need. All right, so, well, that's my spiel. I'm done with it. <laughs> All right. So, so Benny Blades, because this kid hasn't played a lot, is assuming that he, he can't play or he's not good enough. Where maybe when he plays a lot, he will show you how good he really is. Now, we got to get one of our other great sponsors in here, Mr. Blades. But one more thing before we go I'm pretty sure that a kid with Trey Lance's skill set, his size, his ability, if he went to, uh, I don't know, the U. You might have a whole different thought about this kid than you do right now, whether he played one game, 10 games, or four seasons worth. That's my take. I think that it's uh, your your you bias is coming out and you're holding it against where he played and the fact that he got hit with a pandemic and he hasn't been out there long enough for you to understand how good he is. I think that's that's really what it comes down to. But like I say, we, we, can, we can battle it out a little bit more because I want to get into some of the other things you said. But before we do that... I want to get one of our new great sponsors in here, and that's Sunday Scaries, one of the new great sponsors here at the Believe Podcast Network. And and Benny, I know I I hear you got something to say here about this new sponsor, new product we got going. Listen, Derek, everybody knows I don't relax well. With my crazy life, it's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink, I get easily stressed out. It just freaking sucks. So I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. <laughs> they become must-have in my daily routine. You know what? And they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live Scare free. Mr. Blades, you might have to take a couple of those before the show so we can calm you down sometimes when you get all fired up. You're a little subdued here on the show today, so I either got to get you fired up or you might need to. uh, Maybe these Sunday scaries are working for you, but here's the thing. There's no risk to buy. This company offers a 100% lifetime money back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is the stress-free relieved business, not the stress-free causing business. I got you here with a 25% off prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE. You know how that's spelled, B-L-E-A-V, for your discount. I mean, that's the promo code BELIEVE and get your 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're freaking amazing. You won't regret joining their squad. We're really happy to have them here on the show and part of our squad, Mr. Blades. And we got to get into this a little bit more. Um, I I think these two trades really impact the Lions. I feel like these teams moving up and down, especially the the first trade didn't really you know make a ton of difference because you had called it. I had said you know somebody probably will move up there to get one of these four quarterbacks, but I don't like that second one where Miami hopped back up. So you're saying they hop back up and they could take Kyle Pitts. I mean, I, I'd be surprised, but but he if he's the best available, I think that's to get a wide receiver and, and possibly. Let me bounce this off you. There's been a lot of talk of maybe if the Lions are sitting at seven. What about Slater, the offensive tackle from Northwestern, being an option? Micah Parsons, the crazy linebacker edge rusher, just ran like a full three, (laughs) uh, which is crazy, crazy for a linebacker. I mean, he's a physical beast. And Patrick Sertain from Alabama just showed out as well at his pro day. Looked like a real smooth prime athlete at the cornerback position. So... What are you thinking now at seven based on these trades and and some of those other options I threw out at you? Well, you know me. I'm going to always go with a kid that I know. (laughs) I mean, not that I've seen, that I have physically put my eyes on, and that's Patrick Sertain, too. (laughs) 
seen his kid, watched his kid. So, you know, I would be ecstatic. Wow. I, trust me, I'd be calling his daddy a pet. He's a lion, baby. He's a lion. So, you know I mean, you know what I mean, Derek, my whole thing is if that does have happen and we get Patrick Sertan too, like I told you, the kid runs a four, two, eight. You match him up on the other side, okay, for Mr. Okuda. I think we 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 have some young corners that might be might just be able to play play uh a little bit of man on man. So what wasn't I, the four wasn't the four two eight your kid out of Florida? I think Sertan ran like a four four one, something like that. I don't I don't think he's no, a four two guy. Maybe maybe no, no, upper four no, threes. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. Four two eight was my boy uh Mr. Campbell of yes. Georgia. Yes. Third round pick that you took in the high second yeah. round. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, hey. Watch what <laughs> I am gonna mark down every name that I told you on this show. So that Sunday. Oh, wait a minute. The, the draft is on Sunday, so I don't know. We might have to do a, a pre 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 draft show. <laughs> M- Mr. Yes, Blades, do, so do you really want to get in this fight? You really want to get in a fight about the draft? I mean, I've got four walls here filled with draft info. I know you played the game. I know that you get a few things right here or there, but I don't know if you want to come at me when it comes to NFL draft. I, I think I might have you in this area. Hey, you, you, you you might be able to catch me across the middle. You might be able to lock me up if we lined up outside. But when it comes to NFL draft knowledge, you, you might need to, uh, to see what I do here. Now, I know if you get with one right or if one guy goes where you say out of the 5'10 that you're going to mention, you're going to come at me. I get it. I'm cool with that. But I'm telling you, this is my lane, Mr. Blades, and, and you're going again with your gimmick about you know the guy. You know the guy's dad. He came from South Florida. You've seen him. I don't care because I care at seven that we get the premier player at a premier position, not somebody that you know. If the kid can play, you better believe I want that kid. Everybody can play. Listen, I don't want to hear your theories of who you have on your freaking wall. You can have (laughs) We need value. Okay. No, I need I need good value, not a buddy that you that you hung out with. Derek, the only thing that matters on draft day. Do you realize there have been a lot of busts uh-huh. that, that have gone on because people say, well, this kid <laughs> might have potential. Freak, I don't care about potential. Turn on the film, show <sighs> me the kid can play. I, I don't want to hear about potential. Potential is for those people that are sitting in the upper deck at Fort Field. <laughs> They had a lot of potential. That's why they're sitting up there. Uh, okay. The whole part of the NFL draft is you got to project. You you, you can't have just guys that were college producers or, oh, I saw this guy play. He was good. Like, you got to be able to project out and see what these guys are going to be. That's that's the whole part, not what they have done. A guy could be a great college player, come in the league and be nobody. Derek, I'm, I'm glad me and you are talking on this show because – God forbid, if you were evaluating talent when I was coming out, I'd be a fourth round pick. <laughs> it's it's a it's a mix, well, I don't Mr. Like Blake. That it's kid coming out of the U. What what has he done? <laughs> I, it's a mix. It's a mix between like saying, "Hey, that guy's got the athleticism, the size, the speed, the ability. He was college production." And then there's times where you have to say, like, I don't know, a Trey Lance or some of these other kids, even uh, Kyle Pitts. What's he gonna be at the next level? Not what he has done or where he has played or what his position tag says. What can we make him on our team? So that that's my beef with you is that it's just, you know, Sertain's been a good college player, and there's a lot of people saying that. You know, he doesn't have a few traits that you look for at the next level that could hurt him. So, you know, we'll see if that pans out or we'll see if his his production and his pro day end up bumping him up the board. But, Derek, we've gone through this with my guy, Mr. Okuda. Like I told you, I mean, 
I'm going to stick with the guy. He wasn't my first choice because I just haven't seen a, a, a corner really produce. I mean, I go back to when I Sean Springs was the third pick of the draft when he played with me in freaking Seattle. I was, I was an old guy. I was the OG in year 10. This kid was the third pick in the draft. That doesn't mean he didn't turn out to be a great corner down the road. But coming in, man, I just, look, every corner that you know that comes into the National Football League is not going to be a star from day one. There, there, there haven't been very many prime times in Daryl Green's. There hasn't been. Okay, so we're going to have to take our lumps when we talk about corners out there on the corner. It's a different ball game out there. So okay, but I don't mind that. But, but here's, here, let me, let me tell ahead. you why. If Kyle Pitts is there for the Dolphins, they're talking about using this kid as an athlete. This kid is a scary matchup for any linebacker in the game. He's a scary matchup for any safety in the game. Okay? This kid can play. He's almost like a big receiver who's a they put him a TE behind his name. So, for me this kid is a matchup nightmare. So, why wouldn't the Dolphins or the Lions pick him at 6 or 7? He's a freaking nightmare. Well, we so talked we said. We talked about him last week. We agreed on that, but right. let, let me let me pin you back down. So you got your boy Sertan. We just talked about him. Let's say it's seven. Pitts is there. Devontae Smith is there. Sertain is there. Offensive tackle Slater from Northwestern is there. Uh, who are you selecting, Mr. Blade, since you're the draft expert here on the show? Well, I'm not a draft expert, but I've always <laughs> told you, I'm, I'm sorry, you just cannot replace when you get a, a, a rare, listen to what I just said, R-A-R-E, rare <laughs> offensive lineman, like they said this kid is. I haven't seen him from Northwestern, you know, but they say he's a, an Anthony Munoz type player. 17, 18 years, you know, he, he's going to be a perennial all pro. So you don't get that, but once in a lifetime. So if that offensive tackle is there, you got to protect the quarterback's blind side. You take him. Well, this is we we got to get eBay in here, but I I got I got beef with you after we we get our other sponsor eBay in here. So so Mr. Blades, <laughs> let, let, let's talk about them real quick. Um, let's take a quick brief moment to talk about eBay. I mean, whether it's rare dead stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by the independent professional authenticators. And for your sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus. I'm going to say that again. eBay has eliminated Gone. fees on sneakers, $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. <laughs> Mr. Blades, you know every week I give you the part, so you got to say authenticity and you got to say meticulously back to back. You know, I give you that part on purpose, right? <laughs> I, I give you the tough words here when we do the ad reads, but everybody, you got to go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, Benny, I'm glad we got the, the ad in because I'm about to come after you right now because y you first said... You, you first said you want the corner. You love this corner. And then I said a little bit about this tackle. Now you say you want the tackle. Then you made the mistake of saying you got to cover the quarterback's blind side. I mean, again, I hate to read the roster off to you every week, but we just paid Taylor Decker big money because he's a 
premier upper, you know, third NFL left tackle to cover our quarterback's blind side. So the the trouble about taking a tackle is he'd have to play the right side, which I still think is valuable, but I think is a little bit, you know, interesting if you're going to ask him to move to the other side. You also said last week that you would take Kyle Pitts for the Lions, but now you've taken two other players for the Lions. So what is it, Mr. Blades? You can't have them all. Come on now. On draft day, I can pick whoever I want to pick. It's my but you can't choice. pick all of them. That's how that goes, Derek. You can have multiple people that you want to draft. And yeah. weeks ago, you wanted Devontae your, Smith. You're not going to show your hand until draft day. And you said, I, okay. <laughs> hmm. So you're trying to nail me down. See, Mr. Draft Guru, Mr. <laughs> Mel Kuyper Jr. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm much better than Mel, Mel Kuyper, None of Mel Kuyper has flip-flopped eight times, and you talking about me, I've only flip-flopped three times. <laughs> I got okay. you about four or five, yeah. to be honest. First, you wanted Devontae no, 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 Smith. But, but, then you wanted Kyle Pitts. Now no, you no. like Sertain. You hey. wouldn't mind Slater. I mean, where are we at? Come on. Like I told you, if you give me Mel Kuyper's <laughs> money, the guy makes like $4 million a year. He flip-flop <laughs> eight times. Okay? So if he you can s- flip-flop eight times and he says, I told you I got it right, <laughs> let me flip-flop, Derek. Mr. You s- eight pages up on your wall. <laughs> You said last week that Mel Kuyper never gets a pick wrong. That's what you told me. And I told you he's a buffoon. That's what happened. You said he's never been wrong. Now you're saying he's a flip-flopper. He's he's a waffle maker. But, hey, but but Derek, wouldn't you take his job, though, for $8 million? I'm trying to get his job, Benny. That's why I'm trying to be the GM of the show. (laughs) I want his job. I'll bring him coffee. I don't care what I got to do. Yeah, I just want to talk about the NFL draft. 200, you know, 365 days a year, 24-7. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and look, and, and the only time he ha- the only time he has to get it right is when when he's in okay Cleveland this year. And he, he's sitting there and he says, Well, I told you that kid's coming. Dude, a month ago you said he, he was gonna be a mid-second rounder, and all of a sudden <laughs> he got it right. <laughs> that, that's how it works. You gotta you gotta so, spin it, but I, I'm gonna ask you again. Mr. Blades, respectfully. Number seven, the Detroit Lions are are on the clock. You have Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts, Rashawn Slater, Patrick Sertain, two, as you called him, and other prospects. With the seventh pick, Benny Blades selects... With the seventh pick in the NFL... 2021 draft, the Detroit Lions, there's a trade on the board. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he like still that, couldn't do you? it. Oh, he couldn't. He couldn't step up and make it. Okay, we got a trade. Who are we trading with? Who? Where are we trading to now that these other moves have been made? Where? Where's this deal going down? I can't wait to hear it. I don't know. I, I tell you what. Let, let me. Okay, Derek, tell me the draft order because for me, I try to trade down just maybe three or four picks, and my guy is still going to be there. Mr. Blades, now, you made fun of the DTO scouting office here with all the uh, information and things that I've worked hard to uh, put here to uh, obtain this knowledge that I have about the draft. So I actually have the uh, full seven-round draft order right here uh, in the old scouting office. And after the Lions, it would be the Panthers, the Broncos, the Dallas Cowboys, New York football giants, the Eagles, teams like that. Any of those teams you're going to make a deal with? We got the Patriots at 15. Maybe you want to trade with the Washington football team at number 19. They could use a, a top player, maybe a, that fifth quarterback, fourth quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Either I trade with the, the Giants or I trade with um, the Patriots because the, the Patriots are trying to make moves to try to get this Mac Jones guy, you know? So I, I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I might try to trade with the Patriots only because I think if Mac Jones is there, you know, 
That could that could work out. I I know a lot of teams want to trade to get in front of the Carolina Panthers because they want a quarterback. But if Justin Fields isn't on the board, I don't think you're going to be able to make that trade. I think that people would be willing to wait on Mac Jones until you know the twelve to fifteen range. But here's the thing: like we 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 keep talking about that fourth pick is going to be a very 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 interesting pick. Yeah, well, I don't know how I don't I don't know how soul the the Atlanta Falcons organization is on the Ohio State star, you know. So if they trade that pick or they keep that pick, it, it, that that that's it's gonna be interesting, you know. Within the next two weeks, I'm not gonna even wait to draft day. In the next two <laughs> weeks. I think right now the Atlanta Falcons, because uh, if they're not sold on that pick, just like I told you, the Dolphins wasn't sold on the third pick. They're going to try to get value, you know? And so it's it's going to be interesting in the next two weeks to find out. You're Mr. Eight Pages all over your walls. You know, me, I got, I got a brand new puppy, so I, I ain't got time to be putting stuff on the wall there, I, didn't, I didn't know having puppies, you got to clean up more crap in a little bit. But so I ain't got time to be pacing stuff on the wall. Okay. Well, now, I don't. I don't expect you to have head. anything on the walls, Mister Blade. You were a ball player on the field. You you already have deemed me the GM of the show, so I'm doing all the homework. You're sitting here pulling things out of the air on the show, saying that we're going to trade with the no, Giants no, no, look, or whatever you're making up. But I I think the Falcons would have no, loved to get Trey Lance. Go ahead. Derek, this thing, it moves too fast for me. Right when I, I look, I had a nice little notepad. I had the draft <laughs> order, who was going to do what, and then what happened? The Dolphins screwed it up, then they moved back up. So, man, I, I can't keep this whole draft order thing, in, you know, in line. I've, I've, I've told you before, I've had too many, you know, concussions. So, I ain't got time to be keep scratching out on the piece of paper well this person <laughs> moved up now the second round that draft order get, gets changed I mean, that's just way too much for me it does much. it does sound difficult mr blades it really does but that that's why i'm here to help you out as well as there there's these thing called computers now mr blades that uh are much easier to do than with the scratch pads so i i can help you out there as well we'll get you get you all uh, up on this technology and get you rolling but like, like i said i respect your opinion as a player and as a guy who like you said you can see allegedly when a guy can play and where they should go in the draft. And I'm hitting fighting you over what a lot of draft experts or people do, which is, yeah, we kind of know who the good players have been. We're trying to see who's this elite guy going to be. Who can you take in the top eight versus who can I get in round two? All that stuff comes into play. Ben, you probably never look at how young these guys are. I'm going to value a junior over a guy that's a red shirt senior just because he's got two years younger. And that's going to be better when he's in the NFL level. I look at all this stuff. Man, it all matters. Me with that. Everybody, everybody is a freaking draft expert. <laughs> you, there, there, there's about 30 draft experts out there. And out of the 30, if somebody calls the pick, I think about the only pick that everybody right now could say is a definite is the first pick. Jacksonville is picking Trevor Lawrence. If an earthquake came today <laughs> and just imploded South Florida and, and Jacksonville was still remaining, they're picking him the first pick. I think right now that's about the only pick that the draft experts can say that's going to happen. <sighs> But Benny, we, we know that already. The fun part of the draft is trying to figure out who and why and and what would you do, even though you're too afraid to make the pick here on the show. Like, I'm trying to be bold and tell you who yeah, we I'm should take and why. And, and you're ducking around it, picking out eight players that we could all, everybody knows we could take. No, listen to me. Because <laughs> if I'm not sold, that's the key. You have to be sold on this is my guy. This is my guy no matter what. I don't care what happens. This is my guy. Okay. And, this and is my, what happens 
in those first <laughs> 10 picks. Guys, those GMs, I mean, they, they throw certain things out there because they don't want people to get their guy. You know what I mean? And so all the draft experts says, oh, oh. look, Miami wasn't sold. <laughs> they was not sold on their pick at that third pick. So why keep it? So if Benny Blades, if I'm the GM of the Detroit Lions, if I'm not sold, he is my guy 100%. Why can't I make a trade and go three steps back? You you can try to make a trade, but you have to have a dance partner, and you can't just be set on like one or two guys that you knew from South Florida or you're, you played with their father. you got to be nimble and be able to have all the scenarios figured out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to run some scenarios past you. First, I wanted a quarterback. Now okay. I know I probably can't get a quarterback. I, the, everybody wants a receiver. I think I can get receivers later. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm open to an offensive tackle now because I think that would be a move for the future, but I'm not totally sold on it. Your cornerbacks, I feel like, are going to go a bit later in the top 10. So, like, I feel like we already have a couple good corners that I can build around. And then this linebacker that's an absolute beast who we haven't even hit on a ton. He's a guy that could go anywhere from the 20s all the way up to the top 10 or so. But I don't know if I can take him based on character. And, yeah, we need a linebacker. But does that mean I have to take one at 7? It's a pretty deep linebacker class. Like I probably get one in round three that might be, you know, do similar things, even though he's not as good as Micah Parsons. So those are all the factors I'm trying to figure. I'm not trying to find my guy necessarily. I'm trying to figure out how to play the board, get value and be able to get the best set of picks for the Lions rather than just get one good ball player that everybody's seen and feels like is, uh, you know, a no doubter. And now I'm going to turn the tables on Mr. Oakry. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you just said, for argument's sake, you're not sold on your guy at number seven for all the reasons you stated. So the Lions are there. Who are you picking, Derek? Are you seeking a trade? Because you're not sold on either one of them. <laughs> Well, if if we're making the call here at the end of March, I mean, this is what I always joke about on Twitter. Everybody can find me there at Derek Oakry, cheap plug, D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. I'm dropping mock drafts. I'm talking football, I'm talking fantasy football, all this while Mr. Blades is sleeping, um, by the way. But uh, I, I'm always saying on there, everybody's favorite move is trade down. I mean, we've been saying trade down for decades here in Detroit, and it rarely occurs. And when it does... They don't seem to get the pick right when they do move down. So, I mean, obviously that's the the move everybody would love. It depends. Will somebody trade with you? A lot of people are like too afraid to go down past a certain number. I would trade down to any spot because I feel like I could find talent anywhere in the first three to four rounds of the draft based on, you know, what this team needs and whatnot. So I'm not worried about where they'll move. Now, assuming they can't trade, Mr. Blades, I've told you that I, I... if Trey Lance was there, that would be my guy. I'm assuming he's not there based on this trade by by San Fran. He's going to San Fran. So my next one is, yeah, if Mr. Pitts is there, Mr. Pitts is my pick. Kyle Pitts from Florida because we, we talked about last week, all the things he can do. And if he's not there, which you said he won't be now because the Dolphins are going to take him, then I'm down to my third one. And that's where I'm at right now is trying to de- decide between Slater, Parsons, certain or at that point do I like Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle I saw a mock right before we got recording where Jalen Waddle was a pick would I hate it no would I love it no but I gotta kind of see what the kid can do at the NFL level if that speed really shows itself off it'd be nice to have a burner on the Detroit Lions we really haven't had a small speed guy in a long time you know that can can score some big touchdowns so I'd be all about it so yeah that's where I'm at I just gave you like four answers and you didn't give me one so there we go I didn't give you one you, you took you. the you took the cop out the trade down. You didn't even have a trade partner or any any takes. So I thought it was weak. No, because why? I don't I don't because you don't know order. I don't know the draft order. So I told you you got to put something on your wall, Mister Blades. You got to get your scratch no, pad out. It changes too much. <laughs> okay. Hey, Derek. I told you. 
I'm too busy fussing at kids. This is the <laughs> worst time in a pandemic to send kids back to school, whether people know it or not. Because what do you do? You send the bottom 20% of the kids that are already horrible. Those are the kids that are back in school. Oh, <laughs> I'm forever putting fires out all day long so I don't have time to sit on my <laughs> computer and go through different mock drafts and who's moved where. Okay? I don't have time to do that. And then I leave there where I'm the athletic director over at the city facility where I do what? I run now we're in youth baseball season. <laughs> I have never seen so many four, five, and six-year-olds that want to play <laughs> t-ball. It is ridiculous. Mr. Mr. Blades, we already know you're the busiest okay. man in South Florida. We also know I that baseball... So baseball. So excuse me if I don't have eight pages <laughs> of mock draft on my wall. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Blades, I'm going to have to send you some pictures of the draft room. You'd probably be... And amazed and embarrassed of how much info I, and how I'm set up here. I'm I'm like you. You call me the GM of the show. This is about as close as a GM as you could get. Where I where I basically make no dough off off doing what I do, but uh, I do love it. You 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 are the man of South Florida. I do want to throw this in, Mr. Blades. You could tell the kids this: baseball and soccer are horrible sports. Nobody should play those sports ever. They shouldn't even be sports. To be honest, they're both horrible. You want to play a real game? Go get it on the hoop court like I used to when I was breaking ankles in the in the inner cities of Dayton, Ohio, when I was growing up, you know, go, go grab yourself a football and line up across from somebody like you did and like I did back in our, our day and lock somebody up on a corner and play a real sport. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I that, that's my take I, on those horrible sports. I am so glad that you are not, listen, it took me three years to get a partnership with the Miami Marlins, to revitalize baseball in our inner city here. Okay, so for me, <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't, you were not with me for that pitch. Okay, <laughs> you just uh, killed my whole baseball program, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> that, that. That's my that's my opinion. You, you can love it. I just think it's uh, you know I, I won't comment any further. But I, I got issues with this with that sport. I mean, it's just. It's it's not one I enjoy on any level, but uh, like 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 you said, I I think we'll wrap this show up this way. Like these trades, I think really impacted the Lions. I'm uh, I'm definitely still doing my homework over here, Mr. Blades. I'm trying to figure it out. I cannot wait till the end of April when this all goes down. I'm sure you will get a couple right and rub it in my face, but I think by the end of the day, you'll you, you'll you'll see my picks. You'll you'll see the picks that I would have made for the Lions. You'll see the picks the Lions made, and I hope that all of us are happy when it's all said and done because this and the next couple drafts are real big for the Lions to get their team back back on the right path. Here's the thing that I want my guy, number 54, when he's in the war room, when he's sitting there, always remember this fact, Derek. When you're in limbo, just remember that guy you turned the film on to see. Because measurables I can care less about measurables. People always say, well, he ran this. He did this in the shuttle. I could care less about that. When you turn the film on, was he a player or was he not a player? Those are the things you have to remember. See, don't be a Jerry Jones. And you reminded me of a Jerry Jones for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm the owner. (laughs) You pick who I tell you to pick. No, Jerry, that guy sucks. (laughs) But Jerry says pick him, so they have to pick him. Jerry, we're not doing this because you and I agree to disagree. (laughs) You look at all the measurements, tell me what a guy can do. I'm going to tell you from my eye test, if if I look at a kid and I tell you he's a player, most times your eye test is not going to lie to you. Don't sit there and tell me what a kid did two years ago. <laughs> Man, I can care less about that. 
I don't want to hear that. Uh, well, uh, Benny, we. What have you done for me now? <laughs> In the moment, what have you done? If you ain't done crap, I don't care about what, what you did two years ago. I told you, you to pick Benny Blaze in the fourth round. No, no, I don't think so. But I, I do think that we got about another month or two of this because it's been a fun show. But like I say, you might be barking up the wrong tree with the guy that spends a good amount of my free time trying to get this stuff right and figure this out versus the guy that was a baller on the field. But he's got no time for the draft other than when I ask him about it here on Believe in Lions. But it's a, it's a fun debate. Obviously, the people know that me and you have fun going back and forth, arguing, laughing, talking football. So speaking of laughing, Mr. Blades, I wondered if we could do something here kind of fun to end the show are you up for a little something i'm fun real quick <laughs> all right this will be real quick so you've been known to drop a one point at the end of the show am i right <laughs> always that's my day one point <laughs> I thought we could have a little challenge against yourself. So I have I have your one pride drop here, and I thought you could give us a couple live ones. So how about you do a live one pride, and I'll play the drop, and then you try to do another version of one pride, and I'll play the drop, and then you give us one more version of one pride. So do it a couple different ways, but bring that, bring that power and that energy. You think you can do that? You ready? I'm ready. Are you scared? And here we go. One pride. <laughs> and here's the drop, everybody. One pride. <laughs> All right, what else you got, Mr. Blades? I, I say you won that first round. <laughs> no, y'all don't. Y'all don't make me wake my puppy up. But watch this. Here we go. I got another one, Derek. Here we go. <laughs> one <laughs> pride. <laughs> one pride. One pride. One pride. One pride. All right, a little bit of remix. I think you won the second round, too. Let's see if you can make it a clean sweep here, Mr. Blades. Give me one more, one pride for the people. One pride. <laughs> oh, baby. One pride, one pride, one pride, one pride. Oh, everybody, this has been a quite the Believe in Lions, me and Benny mixing it up about the NFL draft, telling me why I'm wrong. I'm telling him why he's never right. We got our sponsors in here. We talk some football. There's trades going down. We're still a month away from the draft. It's going to get crazy. We thank you guys so much for listening. Check us out every Thursday right here on Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lions. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect, and I'm gonna demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.